Hello, I'm Lori Wondra of Your Life Core, and you are listening to Messages from the Universe. Here, I deliver information from the mastery realms related to astrology, planetary influences, energy surges, and generally how we are evolving. I connect with angels, guides, ascended masters, astral beings, those that come forward with messages to help us on our journey. Welcome, everyone. Hello, this is Lori Wondra of Your Life Core, and we are just a few days away from this uh, lunar eclipse that's coming in next week. We're in mid-July here, and even though the energies are intense right now for July, the material that I'm channeling here today is is good for a long time. It's It's not just related to the eclipse energy, but certainly we're going to feel the pushes of this sort of energy now in the next few weeks. And as the universe continues to push us to change, there's going to continue to be key times where the energies come up and they push hard. So right now, just as a quick reminder, the filters are off. We're, we're really working with unfiltered energy as energy shifts in through these these gateways. And while we're in the gateways, we're always having the opportunity to step into the energy or to step forward. Sometimes it doesn't feel like we have a choice. Sometimes it feels like the universe is pushing us. But in in these times, we're always discovering, we're always clearing, we're always becoming illuminating. This is when the deepest and the most healing happens. And so just during this full moon, anytime there's a full moon, it illuminates things. It shines light into the crevices and the corners and the areas that we perhaps have not wanted to look in the past. And anytime we have an eclipse energy, it's an opportunity to become illuminated on something, really go deep with it, pull it out, look at it, review it, decide if we want to keep it or not and either tuck it away to be carried with us or to simply leave it behind. And what has been coming up over and over and over again, and I almost see it daily, and and every time I see it, I, I get this big push, and actually it's been turning into a kick for my angels and guides to speak about it. So that's where this podcast is coming about today, and the topic is about just the evolution deeper into our emotions, which includes our perspective and our perception and how we are looking at this, the forgiveness part of it. And I want to draw attention just to a classic definition of forgiveness. And if we look at it as um, more of a verb standpoint, it's to grant pardon or to absolve something, to uh, cease to feel resentment against or to you know to to forgive one's enemies to pardon an offense or the offender and that in itself can be incredibly hard or even difficult for people to understand and really the energy when spirit pushes us to work on the forgiveness it's to go deeper meaning that it's it's not about pardoning or just letting the offender 
or the offense, meaning the event or the situation, not to just forget or let it go, but actually to go into it and discover and explore all the feelings and all the depth of what you experienced either with that event from an emotional standpoint or the, um, usually it's a situation or event. And so it's not simply as, as quickly as, as saying a prayer and moving on from that. We can use counseling, prayer, therapy, talk therapy, movement, sound. There's so many modalities that we can use and that we have availability to us now to work through these emotional changes. Uh, one of the most known, and I hear it on a regular basis, is the Hawaiian-based prayer, the open, open, open prayer. That's, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, I love you. And over time, I, I hear it called, I actually had to look it up and Google it because we have modernized it, we've Christianized it, we've, you know, changed it to fit our language. I've, I've heard it called the Onopono and Ponopona and um, the, I went back to the classic, the classic pronunciation and the classic um, meaning behind that and did some deeper research on that. So the Onopono prayer again is, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, and I love you. And each time I hear someone suggest the prayer or I hear them recite the prayer, uh, I hear my teachers and even myself begin to say, go deeper. So we're going to talk about this practice and how to go deeper and what it means to go deeper and simply why this prayer doesn't work for people, simply why you might have an adverse response or it even triggers you or uh, I often hear, well, I've tried that before and it just doesn't work because it's simply not a prayer to be said. It's work to do. It, it's not simply re repeating the prayer. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you over and over again. That's not its purpose. It's actually used at, you know, so many people use it at the surface, but it's meant to be a mantra where one uses it in meditation or it's a repeat mantra that you say over and over and over and over again. So it it has a way of uh, keeping the mind busy as your as repetition comes in. And it's meant to provide that space for the mental and the spiritual cleaning. Uh, it, it's very comparative to the Buddhist techniques for clearing karma and karmic debt. And, and here at the end, I'm going to share a couple of other prayers that are used or known around the world to, to also go into this meditative or go into this, this place of prayer. It's been defined as a forgiveness and a reconciliation practice and kind of cleansing of the airs or the airs of thought, um, cleaning the origin or the problems. But that's the key is cleaning the origins of it, cleaning all of it. So it's not just, let's, let's say that you are angry at your parents. I'm just going to pick a, a, a topic and, and talk through that today. Let's say that you're angry, angry with your parents 
And no matter how many times you've said this prayer or how many times you've said the mantra, you just can't get over it. You just can't move on. You still struggle with the relationship that you have with your parents. This is a time in this full moon energy to allow the illumination of all the layers of why. And it's to ask those questions. Why do you want to forgive? Why do you feel you need to forgive? What is it about your life that you feel is holding you? What is at the core of your memories that you associate to your parents? It's asking you to ask all those deeper questions and keep asking. In corporate America, early on, I learned one of the coaching techniques when I would meet, meet with groups is the five whys. You just keep asking why. And I know at times that would drive people crazy. We, we tease about little kids are famous for asking why. But actually, it helps us go, go deeper. And this is what the universe is asking us to do is to stop this surface surfing and to go deeper. Um, stop looking for a memorized prayer or a memorized mantra to do the work for you. Certainly use it as a helper. Use it to be part of your modality, part of your tools. But don't look at that as doing the work for you. You still have to go deep. You still have to go into what is the experience? What is the memories? And usually it's not just one. What are the emotions? And again, usually it's not just one. If you have a difficulty with your parents, and again, I'm just using this as, a, as an example, you have that difficulty. It's probably 99% more than one thing. And you might... Um, start with one area. It might be like, well, my parents never listened to me. And then you need to go deeper into that. Well, why are you upset? Why do you feel that they didn't listen to you about that? And it might go deeper into, well, I, they just never heard. They just, they would interrupt me and, and asking you to go deeper and deeper and deeper. So the, the wounds that you're going into now when we surface them, when we just ride the surface, we actually begin to feel uncomfortable and we stop because we don't want to go any deeper. But this is a time in this illumination that I'm really asking you to spend the time and go deep and to go internal. Use the tools of meditation, of journaling, of music, of this prayer mantra to go deeper. And one of the beautiful one of the beautiful aspects of the prayer is Pono in, in Hawaiian um, means goodness and Pono Pono means to make it right. And so as you are uh, reciting this prayer and as the, the brain is, is just reciting the, the mantra, and even if you just use the words Pono Pono, um, it is... It is keeping the mind busy. Busy. It's blessing you. It's sound, which is all about vibration. It's shaking up the cellular structure. So when we repeat these mantras, you're actually listening listening to a vibrational 
frequency that's allowing the old stuck dirt and dust to be shaken up and to be brought up. So the key is to do this long enough and frequent enough that you stop at the, that you stop surfing at the surface and you go deeper and it starts to shake up. But that's the point where many people start to get uncomfortable. They want to stop because maybe it brings up a deeper issue such as abandonment or um, verbal rejection. Maybe it brings up those deeper and that is a tendency as human. If it's painful, we have a tendency to just say enough. I want to stop. I don't want to go any further. But this is an opportunity to bring it up, understand it, feel it, put it to right, put in order or shape or correct or revise, adjust, amend, uh, arrange. And actually during this Mercury retrograde, it's actually a, a perfect time in doing this deep, deep work because it allows us to go really, really deep inside and reframe or remake or retell, like retell our stories, those, those types of things. And at the soul level, the soul is really wanting you to do this work. The soul is really wanting you to be in alignment because actually it's very uncomfortable to be out of alignment. It's uncomfortable for the soul to realize it needs to work on this alignment. It's out of alignment, but it knows it's it's got to do the, the deep work. So this prayer, though, the whole open, open, all is really, it's really a mantra of the heart. And I want you to think about it rather than a forgiveness prayer. It's really a mantra of the heart that's going to shake loose all the root systems that might be holding you in one place and loosening up all those root systems then allow you to release the, the bigger things along the way. But if you're going to be afraid to go to those bigger things and you find that you're going to stop along the way, you need to reset the commitment to go deeper. So for example, don't look at your watch and say, okay, I've got 15 minutes. I'm, I'm going to do this meditation and this prayer mantra for 15 minutes. Give yourself some time. Even if you have 15 minutes to start, Please don't go into this and believe that you're going to be totally healed and totally done in 15 minutes. Allow your soul, allow your heart, allow that inner compass to tell you how much time do you need. You need to feel, you need to feel the depths. You need to feel how the shift comes about when you begin to amend or revise. Actually, Doing it from the heart is actually doing the clearing of this. It it no longer is in the head at all. It goes into the heart. And so the head only comes in as if the head brings up the memory. You might have a flashback. You might see that event. But as that memory comes in, please don't stop. Go into the emotion. Um this, you know, the other thing that we're dealing with now is this lifetime might, might not even have the reference 
to an event, like if it's a historical, you might be having a feeling such as simple as sadness. You know, all of a sudden you're, you're working on what you think to be something related to the relationship with your parents and sadness comes up, but you can't remember an event or you can't remember a particular episode or anything about your parents and in your mind goes, what, where did that come from? That might be historical and your parents role in it is simply to provide you the space, provide you the holding area for you to go deeper. We have such deeply, deeply seated emotion that sometimes it, it, are, it is the events or the situations that we experience as a child or in this lifehood, lifetime. But all those events were meant to do was to hold an anchor or, or to hold the gateway for you to do some past lifetime work. And so as we're talking about these eclipses and the summer portals as being gateways, you also have gateways to the soul. I want, just want to remind you that all of you, you have your individual portals. And so not only are you interacting with the portals and the energy things that are outside of you, but you're also being urged to open up the portals and go internal. And this comes from the heart. It, it comes from, the, from feeling and healing in the heart and just understanding it at, at the... Um, at the mental level. You know, one of the first times that I heard this prayer and I know I had a really strong reaction to it, like, what the heck is this? And I don't agree with this at all. And, and as I got to check in with my angels and guides, I really understood that over time, and again, we have, we have English, Englishized it, we've Christianized it, we've modernized it. We've done so many things. We want the quick way. And this is this prayer and this mantra. It's um, it's not necessarily the quick and easy way. But when I when I first heard this prayer, I I played with it. I, you know, I sat down, I wrote it out, but then I played with the words and I would chant it in all different ways, just in hopes of discovering whether there were other gateways or other portals or. There was an, another magicness to this. And, and honestly, what I discovered is it's not so much about the actual order, because I found it was hard for me to remember the order of the prayers. Um, it wasn't so much the order or actually the words, but it was what I was chanting and what I was willing, what I was setting the intent to do and the work that I was willing to do to go deeper. Like, I'm not going to stop just at example for me, the word forgiveness is so flat. It's, it's just flat. I need to go deeper. I need to understand. I need to understand forgiveness for what, what's the emotion behind it? How did I even get to the point that I think I have to forgive somebody or they have to forgive me? I mean, what, what happened that, that, that even got seeded. So I played with this chant and started asking the questions. And what I found is, is while I was chanting, like my, the mental, my mind would kick in and I would say, well, why do I have to be sorry? I'm not really sorry for it. That's not the emotion I'm feeling. I'm, I'm feeling something else. And the same would happen was, you know, it's not forgiveness. I don't need to forgive this person. They don't need to forgive me, but there's certainly an emotion 
or there's a feeling about this particular relationship or about this situation. And I started to turn it into, okay, I'm grateful. I'm, I'm grateful in that because grateful is just a, it's a higher frequency. It's a higher vibration than honestly, even the word of, of forgiveness. So that grateful being in that place of, of love. And it allowed me to just bring some more light. And again, the portals are all about bringing light or illumination into a situation. And so let's say you're feeling particularly abandoned by parents. It might be that you start, you change your chant into, I love you. I know you love me. I am grateful for the love that I experienced. Just to change it a little bit so that you can feel a higher vibration in the actual words that you're chanting. And I always suggest that if you if you start with this prayer, notice where your resistance is, just like I did. It's like the resistance is showing me something. And if you're resistant to a, a few words, then that's telling you exactly you, you need to investigate that or, or change the words a little bit. In my case, it's the words were just words. I needed to change this a little bit because they were kind of getting in the way for me. But, but allowing the emotions to come up in a way that I could work with them. And, and the reason I say this is Spirit is always reminding me that one size does not fit all. So this particular prayer, if it doesn't fit for you, don't do it. Pick something else. The, the key is the technique. It's a mantra that keeps the mind busy, that provides a vibration that allows you to go deeper to to explore what's believe, what's beneath that. So again, going back to our example, if you are struggling with a relationship with your parents, it allows you to just start start the chanting. Um, another really good one is, I am love, love is I. I am love, love is I. I am love, love is I. And just continuing to chant that with keeping a particular relationship. If you want to explore why are you frustrated with a relationship with your parents and you'll very quickly see the other emotions that pop up. Is it anger? Is it hatred? Is it abandonment, frustration? Is it not feeling heard or not being respected? Is it being ignored, unloved? Is it being controlled or or simply not feeling supported or loved in your childhood. It begins to open up all those portals. And then as you step into those portals or you identify the emotion, you can allow your emotion to come up and out. And that's where the chanting, the vibration, I am love, love am I, all is love. Those types of words begin to fill in as you're kind of weeding and pruning that energy it begins to fill in that energy. And what the guides have shown me over the years is, is there's a difference between just healing the outer wound and actually healing the infection. And through this, this sort of deep dive in is about healing the wound. And, and I remember very young, the, the lesson came in on this, that if you get a cut on, on your arm, just think for a moment how magnificent your body is, the cells, the blood flow, the ability that your body works all together 
to heal that wound. That it just magically happens. You really don't have to think about it. You know, a simple cut, you pretty much know that in a couple days you're going to get a scab and then after, a little bit after that, the scab's going to go away. And if it wasn't too deep, you're not going to have a scar. You're not even going to have a mark there. You know, similar to a bruise. If a bruise comes up, you, you kind of know your body's just going to take care of it. It's going to change colors. You know, it might get deeper for a little bit. It might get puffy, but then after a few days, it's going to subside and go away. That's the magnificence of what happens on our physical body. That's the understanding that you have the tools in your body to move those things away. But sometimes it's deeper and sometimes you need a little bit of help. Sometimes you need uh, stitches. Sometimes you might need a little bit more. You might need some surgery or some somebody else to help you. You know, if it's if it's something truly broken, you might need to simply acknowledge this is too much for me. I need to seek outside help. But many times you have the tools, just like your, your skin issues or a skin cut, you have the tools to do the work yourself. Now, you might need to make that distinction or you might need to make that effort to put some antibiotic on it, let's just say, so that you don't develop an infection. Or if something does get infected, you need to take additional steps. That's about healing and making sure that the underlying wounds don't stay wounded, that there's not a festering, there's not something growing, that you've cleaned out that wound before the, the healing comes on top of it. it it's making sure it's, it's having that diligence. And we are aware of that in the, the physical body, but we also need to be aware of this on the emotional body, meaning that as you're doing this work and as you're going deeper, it's allowing yourself to go really deep to clean it out because otherwise if you don't, the wound still has the potential of festering. And that's oftentimes where if you don't clean it all out or if you only do the surface, it's going to grow. It's going to grow these roots that, that I often see. It's going to fester and spread and eventually it's going to come up and it's going to come up bigger and worse and deeper and where it might have been just simple like let's say you struggle with your parents because you really felt like they were ab abandoned and if you had done that work maybe a, a few years ago it would have cleared away or you would have had a different outcome just because where you were, just different experiences in your life. But by leaving it there, it's grown into resentment or it's, it's grown into where it's festered, where you simply struggle with loving your parents or even reaching out or even listening to them or even wanting to open that door. So this is about going into the magic of the emotional body and being willing to go there being really willing to go into the depths of the emotional body, into see what's there, knowing that everything is connected. You can't just do the surface healing anymore. And many of you, as I'm seeing clients, and I, I have been hearing recently, especially in this, this summer energy, is like 
I'm just tired. I'm just tired of dealing with the same thing over and over again. I just want to be done with it. Or why does this keep coming up? I thought I dealt with this years ago. I thought I was done with it. Well, that's part of the, you didn't go deep enough. It's It's been hidden. It's this hidden festering and now it has deeper roots. And, and now you have to because it's it's moved into something bigger or broader or it's it's going to really, really be a roadblock. And so that's where really spending some time as, as humans, we have a tendency to rush through this and just say, I, I want to be done with it. I don't want to spend a month chanting or I don't want to spend, you know, 10 minutes a day doing this meditation or an hour doing this chanting. I just don't want to do this work. And that's where spirit is saying, oh, yes, you will do this work. You know, now is the time. So that's the kind of energy that we're being pushed into is to stop burying the things that are uncomfortable, to bring it out and to heal it, to observe it. Because the buried things are connected to everything that's beneath. And so if you have some hidden emotions or some buried emotions right alongside all the happy ones in your emotional field, eventually, you know, just like roots in the garden, eventually that they move out. You you might be looking at the, the topical area. You got a nice, pretty green lawn, but underneath there's a root system happening that eventually there is a weed or there are is a patch of weeds that's going to just pop up. That's what's happening in the energy field right now is, is that the deep ancestral wounds, the deep childhood wounds, the past lifetime wounds, they are popping up and they're, they're screaming to be heard. Um, one of the other things that I'm seeing and, and, and my guides are reminding me right now is if you have a repetitive emotion that just keeps popping up and it might pop up with let's go back to might pop up with the relationship you have with your parents but it might also suddenly be popping up with siblings or with a significant um, other in your life it's like those roots then begin to move into other areas of, of your life because everything's connected as much as you might try to create boundaries and to segregate it Energy is energy and everything is connected. And if it's not resolved or at least understood in one area over time, it's going to ooze over into another. It's it's like energetic emotional garbage and it's starting to stink. I'm sorry. It just it just is. It's it's time to do the work. And there's there's excitement in the air, but there's also concern or there's fear like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to be able to do this. Many of you have memories of trying to do this work or how uncomfortable it is. And you've been successful in avoiding it for a long time, but now it's for whatever reason it's come up. It is um, no longer uh, off your radar uh, it, you're no longer able to avoid it. It is a noticeable frequency in your life that you get to work on. And so pay pay attention. Um, one of the things that they wanted to share about, about this, the Hawaiian 
prayer is, you know, that's got steps in it. It's, it's like the repentance where we say, I'm sorry. And then we ask for forgiveness, which is the please forgive me. And then it's the gratitude, which is thank you. And then there's the love that says, I love, I love you. But the first two steps that I'm sorry and, and please forgive me, if that's what's hanging you up, then go right to the I am, I am in blessed gratitude. I love you. I know you love me. Or I love myself. Go into those high frequency areas um, so that you can focus on the work instead of getting, and I'm talking about the soul work, the emotional work, instead of getting hung up on the actual prayer. Because that's it's not the prayer that's going to do it. It's about your intent and again the vibration that you bring to this the wisdom of this whole process is to get your place into a place of void meaning that when we chant on a regular basis after a while it's like the physical body and the mind just goes and sometimes the words kind of get slurred or you forget the order that they that they're in but the energy field, the emotional field, allows it, it kind of goes into a void or it creates some space for you to be thoughtless. And it's when you're in this void that light can come in. And this is a portal. And when that light can come in, it has the ability to illuminate something at the depth. Your mind relaxes, your emotions relax, something magical can come through. But the light and this relinquishing control really can only come through when it has that clear passage or there's a, there's a state of silence. So chanting a mantra helps the body, helps the mind stay busy so that you can, you know, begin this decluttering process in this. And one of the greatest wisdom that the angels continue to share is that if you want to change what's going on around you, it's the change, change what's going on within you. So for example, if you're really wanting, I'm going to go back to our example. If you're really wanting to change the relationship you have with your parents, I'm just going to keep stick to that, that example. It is beginning to change what's going on within you. And you can only change that which you understand. You can only change that which you can change the frequency within you that you're able to do a little bit honing and pinpointing as to exactly what it is in order for you to remove it or to transform it. Because otherwise, it will stay as it is and it will continue to grow into something else. Things don't get transmuted or transformed all on their own. It needs some sort of catalyst or some sort of burst of light, of energetic charge for it to change. And that's what we're talking about right now is this energy is about choosing what it is you want to clear up. And I'm gonna I'm gonna step back and go to more general terms. Suppose you just you don't know what is holding you back in your life. You believe your relationships are good, 
you believe life is good, but there's just something holding you back and you're not sure what that is. Go into a meditation, go into a chanting, go into a time where you just, your intent is, there's, pro there's probably something, some emotion somewhere that is hidden from me, that I'm either too fearful or it's too deeply embedded for me to just find it, to just have call it out by its name. And so I'm going to use my tools to seek it out, to bring illumination to where that thing or where that emotion might be hiding. And I'm willing, I'm willing to go there. I, I have the power, and this is where it's some self-talk, is like knowing that you have all the tools that you need, similar to your body has all the cellular structure, and it knows how to how to heal, heal a wound that you have. Your emotional body knows how to do this work. It's just simply the, the fear that steps in the way. This is about self-advocating for yourself. This is about really honoring yourself and saying, I'm willing to do this deep work because I know through this deep work, it opens the gateways and the portfolios and the the portals and the ability for me to change whatever the situation, whatever the event, whatever the ancestral, the past lifetime, the childhood, whatever the situation is that it is spiraling around me. I know that I have the tools, I have the ability, and I have the desire to go deep and clean because I know that there's something out of alignment between how I live or who I am or what I'm feeling and what my soul is speaking to. And I know that this uncomfortableness comes from something. So this is about you being willing to go deep and you willing to have the courage to go deep. And this is asking the angels and the guides, those that are supporting you, your guides, your team, your angels and guides to be around you and to support you through this. And if you have to do 10 such sessions of chanting and meditation, or you have to do a hundred, or you have to do one, you're in it to clear this energy. This is about walking with the highest and in Hawaii, they have a saying, the Konaka Allah. I don't know if I'm saying that right. I, I really hope I am. Konaka Allah is that walking with the highest gods. And I always believe I'm, I'm walking with my angels and guides. I'm walking with my, my, the shaman that come in and teach me. I'm walking with the elders, the wisdom keepers of the universe. I'm walking with all of those that are, that are walking alongside of me, just waiting for me to raise my hand and say, Okay, now I'm willing to, to do the work. And oftentimes we wait until we get into crisis mode or we wait until we feel like we are at that breaking point. And what I'm suggesting now is if not to be at that breaking point. Pick a time where you are, are you can be in a totally great mood. You know, like you can be in the best mood in the world. Like life is the best today. I'm in gratitude. Pick a time where you're not in crisis mood and do this exercise. 
and in this practice because there too is also the magic. You will be shown things that you didn't even know were there. You will be shocked at what is in the in the depth. And so I would suggest that this just become a regular practice. Stop waiting for that crisis. That's what they want to say. They always say, stop waiting for that crisis. Stop waiting for the apology. Stop waiting for someone else to interact with you or stop waiting for your perception of someone else is hurting you. Stop that. Just stop. You might be holding yourself back from that healing if you're waiting for someone or something external to apologize or to shine the light. It may never happen. And quite honestly, it might not be meant to happen. It might not be at all about what you experienced with the other person. It might be totally about you. And the only reason that that situation happened was for you to go deep, for you to take this time and go into the depths of you to figure out or to ask the questions, why did that bug me so much? Or why did that hurt so much? Or why do I feel so angry or irritated with that person when that may have been what they were supposed to do in order to get me to shift. So this is about you doing your work. This is about you understanding your emotional, your spiritual connections, uh, learning more about your gifts and how you already have these tools on how to deal with it, how to work through it, how to learn, how to thrive, you already have all this and and the universe is just providing the experience for you to pull out these tools and use them. So that's why I'm saying it it might be a great opportunity to not wait until you're in a crisis. And so for those of you that might be walking around that saying I I don't have anybody I got to forgive, right? Life is perfect. I'm just grand. It's like, just just wait, because I will guarantee the universe at some point will come along and kind of give you a, a big boot in the butt for you to just go deeper, because there's always shadow things. There's always hidden things. There's always past lifetime or ancestral things um, that we just, we need to go a little bit deeper on. The other thing that they wanted me to to touch on is just having a, a bit of an understanding between how the masculine and the feminine energy looks at this type of healing, okay? And again, everybody has masculine energy. Everybody has feminine energy. Some have more masculine. Some have more feminine. And just to pay attention and understand that not one size fits all. Not everyone will have the same impact or the same experience with uh, chanting or the repetition of a particular prayer. You might need to make up your own. You might need to um, do more journaling. Not everybody heals the same way. But there are some fundamental differences in how male energy and female energy look at uh, the emotional body or emotional wounds, 
emotional scarring. Female energy tend to take on more of the responsibility or the blame or look at what I did that caused it. Um, take it on as being the responsible party. That's just a trait of the feminine energy. The masculine energy has a tendency to look to others as to where things went wrong, to quickly assess and disconnect and disengage with an external energy and label it as, oh, that was the cause and I'm just going to cut it loose, leave it at the side of the road and move on. And for both masculine and feminine, we have to go deeper. So for the feminine energy, you might be discovering that for the longest time you believed it was your responsibility or you did something that you either were led to believe or you just took on that belief that you were to blame or you were responsible. And the whole healing behind this might be the realization that that's simply not true, that it it's um, there's a different truth behind that. Similar to the masculine energy, if you do this work, you might suddenly realize that you need to go back to the side of the road, pick up what you cut and discarded and pull it back in and kind of take a look at it. That maybe it was something you discarded that was yours that you need to go a little bit deeper. So that's why sometimes the the prayer, the I'm sorry, forgive me, thank you, I love you, doesn't feel comfortable at all for females because you're already at that point of of taking on like, I already feel like it's my fault. I already feel like I'm to blame. I already, and spirit or the soul is pushing you to move past that, to, to really understand that it is not, or nor was it your responsibility. Um, the responsibility is that either the masculine and the feminine energy have is, is to the responsibility of your emotions and how you process your emotions. And even that is so varied between each individual. You can have two females standing side by side, how they process um, abandonment can be totally different than, than the two men that are standing next to them. So everybody processes everything very differently. Uh, time gets thrown out of the window. And I'm just gonna say that you know, as you're doing this, this spiritual work and this mantra and the chanting and going into the discovery, this illumination, you're no longer stuck or you're no longer doing this work in the third dimension. You're moving out into the fifth dimension. You're moving out into your emotional body. You're moving out into your spiritual body. And in those bodies, there is no time and there is no space. There just is. And so you might lose track of time. You might feel like you have been chanting or you've been in this meditative state for hours on end and find out you've only been there for 15 minutes. The same is true. You might spend hours there and feel like you've gotten nowhere and you need to go back to that particular space or that particular starting point again. And again, as we work in the dimensions, time is irrelevant. Time does not exist. Time is a third dimension aspect. 
And when you do this work, you're moving past the third dimension and you're moving into that fifth dimension so that you can truly, truly clear away the energy, clearly get into your personal portal, truly allow the illumination of your inner light to shine on those areas that, that you are ready to shine on. And so that, that requires that deep work. I just want to, again, go back to some other alternatives. You know, the classic prayer is, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, I love you. Change it up. And and again, we've shifted it over time, and there's many prayers that, that will work for you. You can change it to simply say, I'm sorry, I forgive you, I bless you, I know you love me. That's another one. It still has the words, I forgive you, in it. You can also... If you want to to move it to bless you, all is forgiven. It, it moves it outside of yourself. In gratitude, I send love. Again, I um, bless you. All is forgiven. In gratitude, I send love. Another is I accept all. All is forgiven. In gratitude, bless you. And again, one of my favorite is I am love. All is love. I am loved. I love you. Play with the word love. All is love. I am in deep gratitude. All is love. I am in deep gratitude for the illumination of love. Play play with the vibration because, again, it's the vibration that's going to shake this energy loose. So I wanted to share just a, a couple. I've been, um, I've heard these over the years, and I want to share them with you. As One is, uh, is native, and it's, Oh, Great Spirit, whose voice I hear in the wind, whose breath gives life to all the world, hear me. I need your strength and wisdom. Let me walk in beauty and make my eyes ever behold the red and purple sunset. Make my hands respect the things you have made and my ears sharp to hear your voice. Ho, ho, ho. That's a great spirit. And then there's a Buddhist prayer. Um, that I also have used over time. And this is um, pure in sending out and and receiving light. And it, and it goes like this. If I have harmed anyone in any way, either knowingly or unknowingly, through my own confusions, I ask their forgiveness. If anyone has harmed me, in any way, either knowingly or unknowingly, through their own confusions, I forgive them. If there is a situation I'm not ready to forgive, I forgive myself for that, for all the ways that I harm myself, negate, doubt, belittle myself, judge, or be unkind to myself through my own confusions. I forgive myself. So these are two great prayers that begin to open the gateways. And again, I just want to end today by saying, this is Lori Wondra. I love you. I send deep, heartfelt love and blessings and all the wisdom of the helpers of the universe, the angelic beings, the ancestors, the wise ones, those that have come before you, the animal spirits, the shaman of the world, to help you on your journey, to discover all those 
things, those roadblocks, to discover all those areas in your physical body, your emotional body, your mental body, your spiritual body, anything that you are ready that propel you forward in this time of great energy. Lots of love. Thank you for listening. This is Lori Wondra.